Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Benjamin Moore and Sherwin-Williams. Welcome to the Women in Paint podcast. I am your host, Michael Cheney, the owner of No Drip Painting, where we are changing lives through paint. And I've got the Ohio City Painting Girls on here with me. <laughs> Ladies, thanks for joining me today. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, we're just going to jump right in because the, the few moments I've gotten to chat with you, I know that there's a lot to unpack here. So um, first, how about one of you kick it off tell me what ohio city painting is about where you're located uh and let's get to know you a little bit cool uh well i'm cassidy uh, i am the owner founder of ohio city painting here in cleveland ohio um we got launched about three years ago now and um i do all the painting the hands-on work the customer you know estimates and everything and jordan is the vision behind it the reason why i have any visibility uh, she <laughs> runs all the social media, so. I love it. Quite the duo there. Yeah. Um, Jordan, your background is in marketing. Can you kind of share a little bit about that and, and why you've decided to jump into the painting industry? Yeah, so I my degree is journalism. So my passion is storytelling, community building. And I always thought I would do that through journalism. But in 2017, I fell into um storytelling in a social media sense so i fell in love with social media just the power of amplifying your impact online and it's a lot of fun doing it for a paint company (laughs) i I never expected this but i always you know support cassie and her vision and um i chose to use my skill set to build a paint company online (laughs) and it's been a blast yeah yeah i love it where does the name ohio city come from uh, so we're actually located in Ohio City, um, and I think basically because we, I mean, I've lived everywhere in Cleveland, all all different areas, and Ohio City, in my biased opinion, is the best place. So um, we actually somehow landed on the name, and it existed, so we snagged it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it works. I love it. Um, Cassie, we talked a little bit about taking risks and being an entrepreneur, can you kind of share your your story on why painting, why owning your own business? How did you kind of land on all of that? I kind of joked earlier about I don't really know anybody that that's grown up and said, "Hey, I want to be a painter. I want to own a painting business." So, how did you land on this industry? Yeah. So, um, when I was in college, I went, actually what brought me to Cleveland. I'm originally from Pennsylvania. Um, and I went to Cleveland State University. Um, that's what brought me here. Um, my senior year in college, I had a friend that was running a college pro painting franchise. And so I just needed a summer job. So I jumped on with her and started painting. 
um, the way they move, um, they try to get everybody involved. And I found myself signing over a contract to take over the franchise uh, by the end of the summer. So um, the following year, I ran a pretty successful painting franchise over on the east side of Cleveland. And um, it was my first shot at uh, entrepreneurship. Um, I didn't know anything about business. I was getting a degree in biology. So it was a complete 180. Um, but I loved it. I loved the ownership. I loved, you know, the painting aspect was cool. Um, <laughs> I think, I think it's, it's, again, like you said, it's nothing, you know, I always strive to be a painter. Um, <clears throat> but it, I definitely like got bit by the entrepreneurial bug and, um, then life kind of happened. I don't know if you want me to, to dive, you know, deep into all that yet, but yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I certainly want to expand on that, but let me just ask you just really out of my own curiosity, what's it like running a franchise? Did you have, like, uh, I, I imagine you, you got some support that you might not have when you just start something on your own. So my question is really, what kind of support did you have? And have you been able to transfer some of that over into building Ohio City Painting? Oh, tons of support. So that was kind of the nice thing about College Pro is they literally handhold you the whole way through. So, you know, you're not, you know, typical franchise, you have to purchase it. Um, okay. This was more of showing you how to run a business, um, you know, developing like all your equipment and paying off that overhead and getting estimates, you know, literally how to run a business. And painting was just the business that they right. had to run. Um so you learning coaching, you know, from, it was all exterior painting too at the time. Um, so learning how to run multiple crews, you know, the whole management piece. Um, but they literally handhold you through, they have a whole marketing plan, literally the whole system. You just got it all. Um, nice. so was, it was very, very well handheld. And also I had a coach the whole time. So that was really nice. Kind of like a GM that yeah. I went with weekly that, you know, kept you on track. So um, just that accountability um, was really helpful that I do try to keep in my business, which is really helpful having her keeping mm -hmm. me accountable and also giving me that, you know, vision or visibility is more, more so what I mean. Right, um, right. Um, so I know that the two of you kind of have had some, uh, you know, things in life that have sent curveballs your way. At one point, you were even living in Costa Rica. Um, do you kind of want to share a little bit of that? Uh, yeah. Tell me about why Costa Rica, how how you landed on Costa Rica, and how you made your way back. Yeah. So, um, well, honestly, where this started is after you know I was running the painting franchise. I think I planned on running it for a little bit longer, um, and then my dad ended up getting stage four cancer. So that like threw me, you know, completely on my side. I started developing like panic attacks and just really physically was not well. Um, so I had to go on like a whole, you know, self journey of like where I wanted to be and get, just getting myself back up on my feet. And in that time, um, getting back up on my feet, I started working for Sherwin Williams and also met Jordan. Um, so we met here in Cleveland. And when I met Jordan, she already had a ticket, a one-way ticket to Costa Rica. <laughs> um, and short a very few months later I was also not tied down anywhere again on this self journey and I was like well I guess I'm coming to Costa Rica with you so we literally planned on moving to Costa Rica and staying there for as long as we could and we ended up there for six months 
Yeah. Jordan, if you, if you feel like sharing, what led you to buy that one-way ticket? Yeah. So Cassie shared a bit about what she's been through. I, when I was 24 years old, uh, was married and my husband was in a really tragic accident here in Cleveland where he was riding his bike, hit by a car. And now almost seven years later, he's still in a vegetative state. So for about a year, I had pretty much accepted that this is my fate. You know, I would be the, the sole um, caretaker for my husband. And about, like I said, about a year later, I went to Costa Rica just for a therapeutic trip. And when I came home, I got severely depressed. And my lesson in that, this is months before I met Cassidy, my, my lesson in that depression was, hey, Jordan, the universe just lost an incredible human. It, it doesn't look like we're getting this amazing man back in the form that he was before you can go down a path of, um, of just, I'm sorry, let me collect my thoughts. <laughs> my lesson was that the universe was also in the process of losing too, because it was losing me too. And I made the really difficult decision to move home to Ohio, allow my family to nourish me. And, and I made the choice to heal, to get back on track to making my dreams come true. And for me, that meant moving to Costa Rica. <laughs> so I sold all my belongings and I moved to Costa Rica. Yeah. And I met um, the love of my life, Cassidy, who was there to, to support me through that. And and we did it. <laughs> right, right on. It's so powerful. And, and I got to just say to both of you, you know, thank you for being vulnerable and, and sharing this. Um, you know, because I think, I mean, I hope you guys see this, but the, what, when you share this one, it's super touching, but also, um, is, is empowering to others. Um, just saying, screw it. I'm doing this. I'm giving everything up and making such a bold move like that. Um, I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing. So, um, you live in Costa Rica, Jordan, you were carrying the team because you're the one that speaks Spanish. Um, <laughs> you're back in Ohio. We've got Ohio City painting taking off. Um, tell me what what are your goals? What are your hopes and dreams with with this painting company? Um, it's so funny. I have a lot of big dreams, and I think when I first started, the dreams are are similar, but totally shifted um, to now. So when I first started. I had dreams of um, branding skate to paint. I'm a big skateboarder, so <laughs> don't steal that, anybody. Um, so I skateboard to a lot of my local jobs. Um, so I actually wanted to get kids involved and really bring the trades up. Um, you know, obviously being in the painting industry, you know, there's a lot of crappy painters out there because, uh, you know, I hope, hope I don't get crap for saying this, but a lot of people think they can paint. You know, <laughs> and so that's totally fine. But my goal, ultimate, my ultimate goal is to prop up the painting industry and kind of bring quality and value back into it. Um, yeah. So just, I know you, you two are both kind of getting an, an introduction to what the PCA is all about. And really that's one of the missions is to help professionalize the industry. Because like you're saying, uh, you know, quality is not always king. 
Um, but if quality is important to you, which I can tell that it is just like it is to me, then you operate from, you know, a, a different angle and, and you want others around you to respect the quality. You know, the one thing I'll, I'll say here without going too far on a tangent is that folks in the painting industry don't always get the recognition they deserve because people, I, I, what I think is in terms of all of the trades, the, the, paint, the painters end up kind of low man on the totem pole because there's not a lot of training. You know, you don't, in many states, don't have, have any sort of special certification or license like you do to be a plumber, electrician. And so I think in general, people don't respect the craft. But folks like us who know that quality does matter and not everybody can paint, right? You know, you got on those estimates with the homeowner and they're like, oh, no, I'll just paint that myself. Yep. You know, it's not going to be as good. And yeah. I think, um, you know, the mission of the PCA as well as No Drip Painting, and it sounds like you as well, is to really bring some respect to the craft because it is a skill set that is valuable. Uh, it can, you know help you take care of your family it can allow you to be an entrepreneur like it has for us um so yeah i, I love what you're saying and you're right in line i think with a mission of of this entire group um skate to paint don't worry i will not steal that <laughs> although i i do have a longboard that i there we go. um you know i'm trying to get better at um so so what else so where where's where's uh your your vision has changed over the years where are you at now? You you want to promote quality and promote professionalism. What are other things important to you on this journey? Um, so another thing that I've kind of gotten into is just honestly, with the help of Jordan, kind of that entertainment side of painting. So, you know, you don't really know what goes into painting until you're doing it, right? Um, so I, on my social media, we share a lot of value. We share a lot of how to's I'm, I'm constantly walking through the entire steps that I go through, um, from start to finish of a job, um, which is really entertaining. People like to see that it's satisfying to see those, those, um, before and after, you know, transformations. But I think that it, it's just that I want to show people what it really is inside this business, because like you said, it's way undervalued. People, oh yeah, I can slap paint on the wall. Yeah, but it, you're you're talking about the integrity of your walls, you know, and just slapping paint on it sometimes can t entirely ruin a historical home, you know. Uh -huh. Like, um, so that's the I think the long term vision of Ohio City painting is is kind of keeping that brand and um, really showcasing what it is. To what it means to be a high quality interior painter. Um, I started getting into lime wash. Um, yeah. If I could only lime wash, <laughs> I would. I absolutely love it. Um, so like also that design aspect, I'm kind of getting into interior design. Um, and I, I see that trajectory, you know, if HGTV uh -huh. wants to do a show on me, I'd be so down. <laughs> I can see it now. You on your skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> rolling up to the job. Exactly. Um, Jordan, what is this, you know, since you're, you've switched over to paint, is this like, what's it like being part of the social media? I have to imagine it's, it's fun, different. Um, how, how does the creativity that you're able to tap into, how is that kind of, you know, filling your cup and getting you yeah. going and it, it, making you excited about what you're doing? Yeah, I, I think what I would add too, and, it, and it, this also kind of answers the question about vision too. When I think 
vision, like big art overarching vision. I think we we really care about our community, like our physical Ohio City community. For your listeners, Ohio City is a neighborhood yeah. about a mile outside of downtown Cleveland. What really fills my cup is when we get to talking to our customers and we find out that this is the first time in their lives they've been able to invest $10,000 into creating an environment that feels good uh-huh. and choosing colors and, you know, colors like yellow that give them <laughs> happiness and, and hearing them just ground in to where they are in their life and, and just this energy of gratitude for us and, you know, the desire to support small, to support local, to be able to not only provide that, but provide small, local, and high quality. It's so fulfilling. And I think that's really what fills my cup, um, getting to really showcase those stories and showcase the humanity behind the industry is what really drives me. I'm so glad you brought that up because it really ties into kind of what we were talking about in terms of, I know the words self-care are just overused nowadays, but the way that I view uh, space and when people have us into their home to transform that space is something that can take care of you, right? When you have a space that you love and you feel good about, um, you know, I always equate it to like, boy, if I clean out my refrigerator or clean out my, my truck, I feel so good, right? Yeah. Well, when you can take care of your space like that, whether it's color or, or just this environment, it can literally change your life. Yeah. And, um, you know, it can, has the power to make the tough times uh, more manageable and, and the happy times with the family. You know, you, you have your family and, you, and you're proud of your space and you love it. I think it's so important. So I'm, I'm so glad that you mentioned that. Um, Let's kind of switch gears here a little bit. And I know the topic of leadership, Cassidy, is important to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's, uh, you know, how do you view, view leadership or, you know, kind of what, what, what is your kind of take on leadership, especially being um, a female in an industry where, you know, there aren't, there aren't that many of us. Right. Yeah. Very good question. Um, so honestly, that's one of the number one things I think people reach out to us for is the fact that I'm a woman. Um, I hear this all the time, you know, we, we feel like we can trust you. There's an attention to detail and this industry is super saturated with, with men. Um, so just even that, like leading the way, leading the way for women in this industry, I think women have got completely lost in trades, you know? And you see it coming back. I, I have so many women here just in Ohio City painting that own their own small trade company, you know, whether it's landscaping or, you know, painting in general. I know several females, and including yourself, in, in the Ohio area that own painting companies are, are getting into it. Um, so I think leading the way in that, you know, I, I love being a representation for women um, to, to take ownership and do your own thing. I think I'd mentioned, I, I, am a big promoter of quitting your job, <laughs> you know, and starting your own thing. If you have the passion for it, if you have the passion for anything, you know, that's where I think I want to stand out and, and lead in that way, just to, to own yourself and own, own what you got. Yeah. Right on. Do either of you ever feel it's a disadvantage being a woman in this industry? Have yeah. you <laughs> felt any kickback or anything? 
The only kickback honestly launched my company. Um, so when I was working for another, you know, I, I, I was working for another company before I started Ohio City Painting. And I, so I was, I was working for a guy who's awesome, but I was in a position painting at an apartment complex that was obviously owned by somebody else who was definitely like macho man, you know, didn't know anything about painting, but, you know, thought he could control everything, you know, oversee it all. Uh -huh. um, and so I, I didn't want to get into the details of what happened, but he ended up, you know, swearing at me and like pointing fingers and like literally followed me from like unit to unit, like uh -huh. just really degrading because I hurt his ego essentially uh -huh. um, by asking a question. Uh, anyway, that day I walked off the job site. I said, I'm not, this is not it. Like, I'm not going to be treated that way. My boss was really amazing, but he even, he even knew, like I was, you know, constantly asking for, you know, a, 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 a raise. How can I help you in this business to grow? And I just surpassed it. So that day I literally came home and, uh, we came up with the name Ohio city painting and I bought it that day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, nice. so that, that I think is the only thing that sometimes in this industry because it's so male dominated and sometimes very toxic in those environments okay. um that was holding me back right now totally uh what's the most difficult thing for you at this moment on being an entrepreneur on running your business what, 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 if you can only say one i mean there's probably a million things but what, what's one of the most difficult things here for you um, it's hard for me to come up with that because I, I finally have sunk into, you know, this ownership and really not allowing stress to get to me. You know, this is, I mean, anybody that, that owns a business or, you know, has even freelance, you know, it, every day is different and it can be a roller coaster. Sometimes you're, you know, all high vibe and other times you're not. So I've really sunk into not allowing little things to get to me and just kind of using faith to know that it's all going to work out no matter what. Um, mm -hmm. But I think that alone is the most difficult thing is just developing that faith, developing like, you know, even though it might not be working right this second, I have the tools and the confidence to push through. I think that's the, maybe the biggest difficulty is just to get to that point. Yeah, that's right. I, yeah, I think that's a tough one. I always tell folks like you can't see around the corner right? right um and it's like if you just keep going it seems to always work out and you just got to trust that when you turn that corner what you need is going to be there yeah um so i have a question i ask everybody so uh cassie i'll just start with you since you're on a roll here um <laughs> what are the things that you do now to take care of yourself uh you mentioned you know not letting stress get to you um, you've already talked about how you guys said, screw it all. We're going to Costa Rica. What do you do now to take care of Cassidy so you can show up every day? Um, yeah. So I think a lot, like maybe 95% of our life is focused around taking care of ourselves. Um, <laughs> like we have this really amazing facility in Cleveland called, uh, live the wellness space. Um, and it's all about or, uh, holistic health or integrative medicine. Um, so like ozone sauna, hyperbaric chamber, we do cryotherapy, 
Um, we, we get there um, like several times a week. Um, but a big thing for me, I'm a big morning person, but I don't like to get right into it. So I wake up um, at 6 a.m., you know, do my, you know, athletic greens, coffee, feed the cats. And then I just kind of sit in this silent space. Right. Um, and I give myself time. I'm not waking up and rushing to the job. So that's my biggest thing is just making sure my, my energy is always like, you know, baseline. I'm never, you know, running around. I, I don't, you know, more than anyone, I hate rushing. <laughs> I hate last minute stuff and she's the queen of it. So <laughs> keeping, keeping my, myself, you know, just at an even, even pace in life. That's, that's my, my biggest way to keep myself healthy. All right. Right on. Jordan, how about you? What do you do to take care of yourself so you can show up every day? <laughs> well, I would say, you know, I second what Cassidy says. We're both members at, 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 at a, med, a medical clinic, a med clinic. Oh, what would I call it? Live the wellness space. I know. I'm, trying to think, I'm just thinking like yes. for the viewers to understand what the space is. Um, for example, I wasn't really feeling well. Um, I was really sick for about a week. So yesterday I went, I was like, crap, I'm still not feeling the best. We have a podcast tomorrow. I've got to be my best. What are my resources I have on hand? I go there. I did a ozone IV yesterday. I did a immunity IV. Um, we do a lot of cold therapy. Um, I mean, especially on days where we're just like feeling in a funk, I do cold therapy and it's an immediate reset. Mm -hmm. So I really, really prioritize emotional, physical, and spiritual wellness. And work-life balance is a huge part of our, of our lives. So do you, do you do like ice baths and stuff like that? So I've actually never done an ice bath, but we okay. do cryotherapy. Have you heard of that? Okay. Well, so I have heard, I haven't done cryotherapy. I do ice baths. As a matter of fact, uh, next week I'll be in Mexico doing ice bath on the beach. Ooh, I, I, have yet, I have yet to do it uh, on the beach yet, but yeah, so I'm familiar with ice baths, but cryotherapy, I've not ventured into that yet. Same benefits. Um, it just the difference is you're not in water. You're kind of walking into a negative 175 degree fridge. Oh, wow. it, it feels like negative 175 yeah. because of the... There's a wind chill. The wind chill. Oh, it's wow. literally snowing on you. Yeah, you, you come out <laughs> and your eyes are icicles. Your eyelashes. Really? Yeah. How long do you stay in there? Uh, three and a half minutes. Wow. Yeah. And is there like a goal to increase that time frame or is that kind of like the recommended time frame? That's actually the, the limit. Yeah. I don't think okay. they can like legally allow us to stay in longer. We might die. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Okay. That's going to be on my list. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll take you when you come to Cleveland. Yeah. I would love that. Uh, before we wrap up here, is there anything else that either of you would like to share? Like, for example, are there any good books you're reading? Um, do you have anything, you know, exciting planned over the next couple of weeks? Um, anything else you'd like to share? Um. Oh yeah, we are literally relaunching our brand. So uh, the, it's been a long time coming, but this whole past year we've been working on um, a website and a whole new rebrand. So new logo, new color scheme and everything. And we are doing that today? Today or tomorrow. So yeah. I would imagine by the time people are listening to this, you'll be able to go to OhioCityPainting.com yeah. and it will exist for the first time ever. Yeah. It's very That's exciting. a perfect, perfect segue because my last question is how can people find you? Maybe yeah. share your Instagram, your Facebook, 
and then we'll definitely have to be checking out the website. Yeah, we are, our social media strategy is show up everywhere. So, so all the things, your favorite social media platform, I would bet that we're on it. So just search Ohio City Painting and you'll find us there. Yeah, at Ohio City Painting for Instagram. I believe that's the same on Facebook. Yeah. I think it's that across the board, TikTok. Um, and our website, OhioCityPainting.com. Very good. Well, listen, it's been awesome getting to chat with both of you. Are you going to the Women in Paint event in Nashville? Do you even know anything about it? Yes. And I think that's goals. Yeah, that's our yeah. It, We plan we, on being We just there. found out about it and we just started looking into it. So <laughs> okay. uh, tend to make things happen even if they aren't, you know, supposed to. So <laughs> well, Jordan is the last minute person. So yes. maybe she can, you know, pull out her last minute skills and get that organized yeah. for you guys. Um, but if you don't know about it, it's the first ever Women in Paint event in Nashville. Uh, November 2nd and 3rd. My no drip team will be there. Sounds like Cassie and Jordan will be there and a lot of other great folks for networking purposes. The, you know, purpose of women in paint is to support each other, cheer each other on, help each other grow, share knowledge and all that good stuff. Uh, if you're not following us on our Facebook page, please do so at women in paint. Other than that, ladies, thanks again for joining us. And until next time, everybody keep supporting, growing and doing your thing in the pain world. Thanks so much. Thanks. Painet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.